Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mosier Media Podcast. And what we want to do with this podcast series is really focus in on topics that would be of interest to small business owners. And however you define a small business, I I really like the term micro-business, whether you have a lifestyle business, whether you are an employer or not, perhaps you own a business and you have one employee, I want to use this podcast and all of the resources we have to bring on the really smart people in my life who have helped Mosher Media grow to be the enterprise that it is. I'm very lucky to be surrounded by an impressive collection of very bright professionals, and they have a lot to offer anyone trying to run a small business and especially trying to navigate the world of digital marketing, website design and development, SEO, all of these things that quite honestly are perhaps frustrating for small business owners. So our guest today here in the studio, Sam Siebert from Siebert Advertising. Hello, Dan. Thank you so much for coming down for the Mosier Media Podcast. Thank you for having me. And Sam and I have worked together uh, for for the first five years out of college at Ohio University. I started as an intern. Yes. I was still in high school in 2006. That's right. And worked until on and off, well, yeah, in college up until 2012, 2013. And then you worked at the uh, I, yep, marketing was, firm in Cleveland. Correct. And now running Siebert Advertising here in Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Online at SiebertAdvertising.com, of course. <laughs> correct. But Sam does a phenomenal job helping us with SEO and our AdWords and the Google Analytics, and all of it is fascinating to me and much of it over my head. And so I thought if I could bring on uh, somebody like Sam to share with you, the small business owner, or maybe somebody in digital marketing, all of the incredible things that she's been teaching me, then maybe we can all learn together. Mm-hmm. So let's start by... Let's see how much we can cover. Let's see how much we can cover. I mean, it, we could talk for hours on that. I mean, you could do a, an entire year's worth of content on just Google alone. Yeah. Google runs the world. They do. And, you know, with yeah. how often they're changing, we could be doing... Right. They yeah. change their al- algorithm. Algorithm, yeah. Is that yeah. what it's called? It is. Why do I need to even care about any of this? Why do I need to care about analytics mm-hmm. or what Google thinks of my website? Or why does it even matter well, you know, to the typical is, small business owner? Is getting clients, getting leads, getting your name out there in front of your target audience. Um, so what you know, we started looking at with analytics and your website. And you know, I don't think we need to talk anyone into the reason you know, they should have a website. Sure. Um, but being able to look at your analytics and know how to evaluate them and how to analyze them and know how users are interacting on your website and how to make adjustments accordingly to better the experience for your users and then with the goal of them converting into sales and if someone is in the audience right now and they have a website that they barely touch they put mm-hmm. it up there they barely add any content or maybe <laughs> there's even a small sale. business owner that believe it or not doesn't have a website i think mm-hmm. what this discussion is geared towards is that person that maybe put up a website mm-hmm. maybe they and just haven't touched it haven't it's touched it sitting stale and it's and it and they're not in an e-commerce situation mm-hmm. as you said they're they're just putting up their information about their business so why would they care about analytics and well, you what's, what are the first steps to getting into, okay, what am I going to do with all this as a small business owner? Well, you don't need to be selling something on your website to find value in a website. Sure. Um, you know, and anyone who's put up their website, 
knows there was a purpose or a reason behind that. Um, your website is your digital presence and how you know, consumers, for the most part, find you nowadays. So you want to make sure that it's up to date from an SEO standpoint on the front end and back end so that you're ranking accordingly for how you want users to find you. What is the magic trick to being number one in organic under the keywords? Okay, well, now, of no, course, for Mosier Media. There's no one magic trick. Of course, there has SEO to be. SEO is an ongoing oh, thing. That's so frustrating. It is. It, it is. It's, but, it's ongoing optimization um, on the website and, and analytics being part of that, being able to look at it and see uh, the traffic that's coming to your site, where users are going, how they're interacting. Um, are, they, are they converting? What do you have set up as conversions? Are they calling? Are they filling out a form? Are they downloading a PDF? What are they doing that or shows? Or are they going to your website and then just leaving? Correct. And also that would a be problem. Bounce rate. Bounce rate, And right. that's something you're able to see in your analytics to see if users are coming to your site, not finding it very valuable and leaving right away, which would be your bounce rate. And the higher the bounce rate, the more Google looks at your site as you know, maybe less credible or less you know, relevant to those searches, and therefore it'll affect your search ranking. In thinking through what your strategy should be with your website as a small business owner, how mm -hmm. important are keywords? How important is it to identify the keywords that are related to your business? And how possible is it that the business owner thinks of different keywords than the customer might? Well, it's, it's definitely a factor in setting up the different pages on your website. So, you know, looking at the titles and the meta descriptions and, you know, what keywords you have in place and then being able to look at exactly how you're ranking on certain key terms. Um, and then, you know, that's where AdWords could come in if you're not ranking for something and either you need to get found more or you have a promotion going, then you can look at tools like AdWords that help you get found for those searches. And what while I the SEO is taking time to, or while Google's taking time to crawl your site and help boost your SEO over time. So how long should it take Google to find your new website? Well, I mean, you can, if, you can, you can have them send, you know, have them index and crawl the site, but it doesn't mean you're going to get ranked right away. I mean, that's going to take time to do. Um, but, but to get ranked in the, in the organic search results, somebody mm -hmm. goes and Googles, you, you know, looking for something. If you're a moving company, somebody, you know, mm -hmm. moving company, Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not, if in the, like the first month or two or three that you've been doing some web work and getting your website going, if you're not ranking at all, you're on page 10 or not showing up at all, how long should you expect that it takes Google to really start well, it's, letting I mean, you, you trickle you up to the top? You have to just keep an eye on over time. But anymore, um, I mean, depending what industry someone's in, uh, Google now has their Google Local Services, mm -hmm. which is their response to competing with Yelp and Angie's List. Um, and that will be placed above the ads and above the map, which will affect organic over time of pushing that down farther and farther. And you'll only have a few results before they're all you know, funneling to page two and three, et cetera. So um, there's some things that Google's coming out with that you'll want to keep an eye on, whether you're ranking great organically or not, um, to help users find you. Do you believe that some users on Google might not trust the ads as much as they trust the organic results that are served I'm sure. Up? Is there, is there something to that? Is it better to rank organically number one than it is to spend all this money oh, on I mean, AdWords? Oh, yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're ranked number one organically, then it's free. It's great. Yeah. And speaking of free. And being on the map, too, you know, knowing your placement. You got to be on, on the, the map. And setting up all this stuff. And, and speaking of um, Google and having the analytics and having the keywords and everything like that, 
it is it is free to set up your Google Analytics. You have to Correct. pay somebody who knows what they're doing to set it up for you. But yeah, to you link your website to Google Analytics is free. It's just installing code on the website. And what is that reporting from Google worth? What is that all about? When you study Google Analytics, when you present a report to a client and say, mm-hmm. here's how your website's performing, what are the top things you talk about? Well, it's really looking at overall traffic and engagement. So, you know, once it's set up on your site, you know, you kind of give it some time to collect that data or it's looking at data and comparing it, whether it's comparing it to last period or last time or that same time in the previous year. Um, but you want to look at who's coming to your site from where. Are they coming from organic? Are they coming from you know direct, which is they just typed your URL in? Um, are they coming from paid ads? Are they coming from referral websites? Are they coming from social media? And you can see where traffic's coming from and then how those users are, act, are interacting on your website and maybe and device as well. If they're, you have a high number that's coming from desktop and maybe you have a high balance rate on mobile, maybe it's time to look at fixing your mobile maybe site. Maybe your site doesn't show up very well on a phone, so people cut out of it. Right. So what you know, if it's a responsive site, what's causing users to leave? Or if it's not, then that's something you should look at. What is the problem that you find with clients that put up a website and then they don't have time or motivation mm-hmm. to create the content? Mm-hmm. This is oh, that's, yeah. content I mean, that's for social media of, and content mm-hmm. for the... Speak to small business owners or marketers that might be listening to this about content and how important mm-hmm. it is to be posting regularly, to be right. writing. And a lot of that can be generated, created by a business owner. This be. is where you could put sweat well, equity into your business if you can write things yourself or do your own content. Well, and content doesn't always mean writing. So content creation is a big part of keeping your brand and your name fresh and relevant. Um, so it could be writing a blog post. It could be creating a video. It could be creating an infographic. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can put information out there about your brand or your company without you having to sit there and, you know, write a whole article or you could maybe just top 10 tips of your company or maybe just news going on in your industry um so it's important to look at what the purpose is of the information you're putting out there um who's going to be seeing this information and make sure that's informative and there's some sort of interest to it of why people should care about this information you're putting out Uh, and that's where you could sit down with you know a marketing executive and figure out what content should I be creating and on what platforms. Now, most of us that work in, of course, in video production or in digital marketing or web development, Mm -hmm. we're working for clients that are looking for customers in a certain geographical area. Most of the folks, if you're going to make a cable TV commercial, then you're going to run it in Cleveland or Akron or Columbus, Ohio, and you're going to, you want to just reach the people that are within 20 miles of your business. Mm -hmm. Speak to how the Facebook ads, YouTube oh, videos, Instagram, yeah. Google, certainly, well, all of these can be targeted based on the zip code or the 20 right. miles from my business. Right. So aside from SEO, you want to get a message or information out to your audience um, and looking at the different platforms you can do that on. Um, and of course, I like television yeah. because we're a television and production well, company. Each of these platforms and you can target very specifically. Sure. So you can get, I mean, Facebook and Google, you know, 
get right down to the their income their marital status do they have kids <laughs> this what, gets a little i mean you <laughs> we're can prying into people's personal lives now can, here wait a minute tar- they're based by interest um, and based on what and, they've looked at on the internet and other places correct so now huh. they have um through google adwords um intent marketing so it looks at their kind of search history and search patterns to then put ads in front of those individuals that are from google's perspective their intentions are to do x y and z so an ad will be placed for them based on their search history and then you have retargeting if they're on a your a website or your website and they don't take an action then we can send them ads that are relevant to them now, speak for a second. Perhaps some of the stuff we've talked about is beyond what a small business owner could afford to do given their marketing budget. Some of the retargeting things, some of those mm-hmm. getting that's getting into some pretty technical stuff where you mm-hmm. you need some you need a lot of billable hours at an ad agency mm-hmm. with a lot of smart people doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But what are the things that you should be doing first on a limited budget? On that, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're mm-hmm. a startup. You're on the shoestring budget. Do you, you know? But somebody says, "Well, I want to do Facebook ads because I think that'd be cool." Well, and I want to do. You can't. We've had. I mean, there's clients who just say, "I want to." Here's fifty bucks to try some ads. Here's a hundred bucks to see. We want to do this promotion. I mean, granted, the higher your budget, the more we're able to do with it and promote it. But if with a limited budget you're still able to at least put that towards something. Um, And as far as people who just don't want to start with any ads at all and what can they be doing, um, look at your platforms. How can you start engaging with people who are following you or um, to get more followers or to just start putting out information, whether it's on your website or your blog or these different social media platforms that are LinkedIn, connecting with different individuals on LinkedIn um, to help just increase brand awareness. And your I, company. Any small business owner would be interested in results, return mm-hmm. on investment, sure. and you use the word conversion. Yes. So how do you manage expectations mm-hmm. when it comes to I'm spending fifty or hundred or two hundred or three hundred dollars a month? What am I gonna mm-hmm. get? And how mm-hmm. do you explain if conversion did not go well, what does that look like? I mean, it's nobody called. That, and some yeah. of the analytics in, uh, can tell you yeah. this is the well, last well, page they looked at and then they didn't call. Mm-hmm. So, well, then you look at why didn't they? If that's the case. Why, for, on the website, for example, sure. what, somehow they got to that point and they didn't take an action. Why? Was the form too difficult to fill out? Is there a broken link on the website? Is there, what was a deterrent at that point? And again, that's where retargeting ads could come into place. Now you're targeting those individuals. Um, but on to, social- A week later, they get a little ad from yeah. you that says, hey, you looked at our site. Why don't you come back? Essentially, so, yeah. yeah. And then on social media, managing, or for any of the paid ads, managing expectations, it's, you know, we're able to get a good idea of what to expect with their budget and their reach and, um, you know, geographically where they're targeting. Here's how much we have to spend. Here's the platform. Um, we can get a good estimate of what to expect out of it. Are there clients, I know there's people out there who are frustrated, or they expect, I put up a website and I got nothing. Right. Or I just put up a site. And what, what are the most common? This is not Field of Dreams. This is not Field of Build no. It and They Will Come? Correct. Right. No, but what's the most common kind of, well, we thought if we put up this site. Well, most people just like, yeah, they put up a website and assume it's up. Yeah. You know, but... There's a lot of maintenance and upkeep to make sure that 
Google is happy with your website and your consumers are happy with your website and that they're interacting with it and how you want to be presented. What, did you, what would you say if somebody says, I, I really want it to rank well, especially just in my home territory? Sure, everyone wants to be first. But, and then well, you want to be first. Yeah. But if what, you're not first, you're last. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Give us three or four things that somebody should really remember or jot down or think, uh, next time I talk to the person doing my website, I should remember these basic steps for good SEO. The, mm-hmm. the very basics, the foundation SEO, of... Well, I mean, it's really... Uh, there's going to be different things usually based on how your website is performing already. So I would say find someone who knows how to um, understand analytics and can provide recommendations of how to improve your website. Um, there's SEO audit tools that you can do to run an SEO audit and then it comes up with here's some recommendations of how you can improve it. Um, and then just you know, looking at if people are converting. Are you getting the leads that you want to out of your website? And if not, how do you fix that? Why did how Google, do you make it easier? You need to make it easy for the consumer to just get there and find what they need to find and take an action to call you or reach out. Or... Why did Google build all these incredible tools and then make them available to the webmaster or to the business owner for free? Why? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either. I, I, I just I mean, told that, everybody I brought all these really, I know all these really smart people. You why, should know every answer to every question. Why they made analytics free? Why is, uh, well, I don't know. There's no charge. I mean, it's, this mm-hmm. is stuff that has tremendous value. Yeah. And I think it's, I think part of the point of the discussion is. It's it, Google. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're Google. Why is the search engine free? You know? I, right. <laughs> it's it's obviously that then it, it improves their product if they're if they have all this information now about they, your business they, and website monopolize the market of sure. analytics that you need Google Analytics on your site. Nobody's using Bing Analytics or Yahoo Analytics. No. Maybe, but that's maybe yeah. you don't get. A, I don't think that. Uh, it's, uh, but to, with that being said, other search engines are relevant and important. You know, with sure. all, with doing um, the voice to search. A lot oh, yeah. of that's coming from Bing with Microsoft Edge and Alexa and Cortana. Um, they are utilizing Bing, so it's important not to just focus on Google, but you know, just make sure that you're in a place you know, that sets you up for success on across all search engines. And overall, um, what would you say to a small business owner that said, you know, how much should I be spending if I'm a small business and I just want to start spending some money on AdWords. And I just want to, the, the thing about AdWords that I think is, is appealing mm-hmm. is that you can set the limits, yeah. you can run it for a month, what, you can see how it goes, correct. what are what are the parameters, what do you set up and what do you tell people, well, eh, this is what you should be spending. It's kind of what their goals are with doing the ads. Are they promoting something? Is it just for brand awareness? Um, there's different ad types a user can do. They can do the search ads, which is comes up on top of Google. Um, the search results, there's the display ads, which are the visual banner ads that you see uh, either within content or on the sides of a web page. There's ads within apps you can do. There are uh, video ads that you see on YouTube run through there. So it really depends on who, and then the ads through Gmail you can do. So it's who are you trying to target? Um, and then it, the cost will vary. You're probably going to spend more if you're doing search than you are display in YouTube because those can run 
relatively cheap compared to what you're probably bidding on with the keywords on Google search. Um, so I'd probably say start there if you have a low budget, but with, sure. you can start running ads with any budget. You can run a $10 a month budget. Yeah, you on, might only get you know a couple impressions, but right. you can. You're, you're there. You saw how it works. You, yeah, you put money into it and yeah. it's like being at the penny So there's a <laughs> <laughs> high limit table or the penny slots, right. you know. Either you way. can gamble either way. You can gamble either way. And sometimes <laughs> it is a gamble and you might not get anything. You got to be. Well, you could, but, but, but yeah, anybody it's... that's been in business and has done advertising knows it is possible to put some money into something and get nothing. And that's how you, you have to manage expectations. Well, how do you address the issue of, do I do a WordPress site? Do I do a Wix? Do I do a Squarespace? Mm-hmm. Do I do, you know, So what custom... content management system are you building your what? website on? Okay, that's that's yes. the uh, question that you don't know. How, the small business owner doesn't know how to ask it like that. They well, don't know how to they... come to you and say, what content management system do I want? Mm-hmm. They say, should I do a WordPress or should I do a Squarespace? Right. And well, with like Wix and Squarespace anymore. They're, they make it easy for anyone to build a website. Um, with that being said, I mean, there's a million different content management systems. We primarily build on WordPress, um, but you've got Sitecore and Joomla and Drupal and all these. Sure. You know, but as far as like the you know low-key ones that anyone can build a site on, I think anymore Google recognizes that anyone can build a site on these platforms. And so you may, it might be harder to get ranked that Maybe. way, but a Google, I don't, a Google I, might see a WordPress site as not being as valuable. Not WordPress. As like a, no, I'm saying like a Wix or Squarespace because oh. anyone can go, I mean, it's, it depends, but it is, they might change that tomorrow, but it is possible today that they might view a Squarespace site as not as legit somehow. Yeah. Or like, cause there, there's not as much flexibility with the coding and development that you can do with other platforms like gotcha. a WordPress. Right. Um, WordPress has a bazillion plugins. And make right. the case very for compatible. why somebody should use WordPress. Well, maybe of, WordPress isn't for everyone, but um, it's search engines like WordPress. Uh, very f- flexible with how you want to customize and develop the site. Uh, works well with lots of plugins that help you know kind of customize and evolve your website um where wix and squarespace maybe are you're kind of confined to the template that they have and then i mean i'm not saying they don't rank them but as far as content management systems depending on the who you're trying to reach with your website it may or may not be the best choice so So. Do you ever have a situation where clients, uh, if you're going to have asked you to manage their social media, mm-hmm. but then they're scared to give up the passwords? Mm-hmm. Or well, the, the fun scenarios when clients have gone rogue, they've set things up, and then they don't know what their account name and password mm-hmm. is, and they can't get it. I, we get that every once in a while. We've got our videos up on this YouTube channel we made mm-hmm. five years ago, but we don't remember who made the login, yeah. and we want to get all the videos down and uh, re-edit and them. And then you look at them, you're like, oh, we have 12 well, followers, so we'll just make a new one. <laughs> Might as well just... Well, that's just the thing. What's but, what's the point of having a Facebook or an Instagram or a YouTube channel if how do you you got to market these things? Then you're in the business. You're not marketing your business. You're marketing your Facebook page now to get well, likes. Well, it's, it's just it's managing it and putting out content and engaging with people on these platforms. But your question before that, 
um, about giving up passwords, usually you don't have to give up a password. You just make someone an admin and they're able to go in there and access it without you saying my password is you know, X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, and usually if you're hiring someone to do that job, that usually there is, there really isn't a hiccup of them How about a good now security, not wanting to A good security lecture for anyone getting into is, first of all, if your site gets malware, Google is going to blacklist you. They're going to tell the world, don't go to this site. It's dangerous, even though we're just doing corporate video and TV Mm -hmm. commercials, and it's a nice portfolio. But somehow now we have malware. And it turns out that the user uh, ID of admin Mm -hmm. and the password of kitty cat was probably a bad idea. Yeah, that was a very bad idea. The password should not be password. (laughs) Very bad idea. Who would do that? Who would do that? My password is kitty cat. Uh, That's not good. Yeah, uh, but then no. you're black. Then your site. Why, why do people I mean, put the malware on here? It's just it's crazy. I know. Well, why they put it on their iPhone? You know. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's just about website maintenance and looking at your security and where you're hosting it and trying to take preventative measures to. But again, a small business owner happen. needs somebody to help right. with all of this. Mm-hmm. And we are not, Mosier Media is not in the business of website design and development. Mm-hmm. We're not in the business of marketing or digital or SEO, this, that. We are a video production company. Mm-hmm. But I have Which learned- Which is great for content creation. It is great for content <laughs> creation, and that's, that's driving our business. Certainly, everybody that wants to do a, mm-hmm. a social media video, and right. a YouTube no. promotional video. But mm-hmm. I have learned a lot. And what I'm hoping with this podcast is that all of the people like you who mm-hmm. have helped and who are teaching me and who know a lot about all of this can share this knowledge with our uh, YouTube audience and with our audience through this podcast mm-hmm. and that this content could help somebody. Whether or not they call me to make a video or you to do their uh, digital marketing and right. SEO and, and the, we analytics. And we could do 10 more podcasts on getting oh, sure. into specifics on analytics or AdWords or social media or, you know, yeah. con- different types of content creation and marketing with video. I mean, we could, we could talk we about that. We have just scratched the surface, there is no doubt. And uh, for those of you watching and listening, uh, we certainly appreciate you joining us. And again, we are very early in the development of this podcast concept. But what we would like to do is bring on, like I said, the very smart people that I'm very lucky to have in my life. We're going to bring them on the program. We are going to do content related to how to figure out everything you need to know to run a small business, to get it off the ground, to keep it going, to find the motivation, to find the answers. Uh, certainly, uh, we don't have all the answers. We don't. But we can, again, just scratch the surface just to get you thinking about mm-hmm. what you should be thinking about and what you should be asking your right. uh, website designer, developer. Or and, meeting with a marketing consultant and just evaluating your current m- marketing. Yeah. and. What are you doing? What's working? What's not working? What should you be doing? So you can put you know, a cohesive marketing plan together. And I'm sure you would be happy to take a phone call. Yeah. Sam Absolutely. at com Is my email, correct? Is your email. And uh, the office phone number is 330-628-5595. Correct. I, I have it all in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't need any of these computers or databases. I don't need the contacts list. I've got it all right here. Mm-hmm. Speaking well, of... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all the time we have. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for being with us. And uh, we hope that you learned just a, a little bit from this podcast. We hope to bring you a lot more as I, again, invite all the really smart people that have helped Mosher Media get off the ground and keep on going onto the program. Dan Mosher, I have a question for you real Absolutely. quick. Absolutely. Where's the best place to hide a dead body? 
on the second page of Google. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very Have much for night. watching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That took me I, – I knew the answer to that. That took me a second. That is – I didn't know if you wanted me to steal your punchline. No, 